What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Whistling in the Dark podcast. This is uh, episode 24. Today is Sunday, December 9th, 2018. I am Patrick Bradley. Uh, if you want to follow uh, me or the, the show when I'm not broadcasting, you can go to Twitter, um, just my personal account, Patrick J. Bradley. Uh, you can go search for Whistling in the Dark on Gab and search Whistling in the Dark podcast on Facebook until we get popular enough to be banned. So um, today I kind of just wanted to do a single topic, uh, the protests going on in France. And um, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, These are, you know, I talked about them last... uh, Last episode and this weekend, I think, makes four weeks. So it's been like a month of protests in France. So it's, you know, pretty intense. And um, let's see. I uh, So one thing is what a, you know, how big these protests are. And, um, you know, I think they deserve to be talked about. And then uh, I... I uh, continually interested uh, by CNN and what they choose to report and not report. And um, as far as I can tell, I mean, uh, there is not a single article. I'm, I'm maybe, I mean, not on their main page. I click on World. You know, they want to talk about Theresa May and the Brexit. Wow. So you click on world and okay. The first thing, and you, you would have to know, um, (laughs) you'd really have to know about this to even know that this headline is in. So I went to CNN.com, nothing, you know, bunch of stuff about, I don't know what the, Rubio warns Trump about Manafort pardon, whatever. Uh, you know, so same shit they've been talking about for a long time. Uh, I don't know. Maybe something's happening with that. I it's just I just don't care. Uh, anyway, so then you click on World, because I'm thinking, oh well, you know that maybe uh, for some reason the largest protest since the '50s that a you know. Uh, basically shutting down Paris uh, aren't even newsworthy. Well, maybe at least they'll put it on their world section. Um, so the top uh, story is Theresa May warns Parlet back Parliament back me or risk no Brexit at all. Uh, you know, I I definitely don't really know you know what's going on there <clears throat> in any kind of detail, but I do know that there was a vote, a popular vote to exit the EU, and um, sounds like this woman is threatening to just, you know, uh, be a total dictatorial authoritarian, 
and say, nope, you guys are my slaves. You have to stay in the EU. I don't care what you want. Um, anyway, so that's like uh, dead center in the page. It's like a third of the height of the whole page. So almost, it's really almost the only, actually, when you land on it, it's the only article you see. Uh, everything else is, you can see there's some headline at the bottom around the world, and it doesn't say, though. Uh, you can't see anything until you scroll down further. And the top, there's a Europe, Middle East, and Africa section, and then below that, there's America's Asia and CNN Business. Uh, in the Europe section, the top story is Trump brand now toxic in Putin's Kremlin, of course, um, because the number one story in Europe, I'm sure, is Trump. <laughs> it has to do with Trump. The next story, Marcone, to meet unions as pressure over, and I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce this, but Galais-Jean's, uh, Galais-Jean Gros, and the, you, for you Americans, you may read it, Gillet Johns. Uh, those are the uh, yellow vests. And so that is actually a reference to the protests. But it's not even direct, you know, it's saying something that Marcon is, uh, the French president, is going to meet with unions uh, uh as pressure over the yellow vests grows. So, I mean, it's only, you know, tangentially or just related to the, um, the protests, but not, not the actual protests. So now let's dig in further. I'm three sections in. Pressure grows on Francis Mac uh, Macron over the uh, yellow vests, and it's the first image of uh, rioting or uh, protesting. It's some burning... It looks to be a tiny smart car on fire in the street. And uh, the other stories are Trump's brand toxic. Theresa May is going to force people to stay in the EU. Inside Europe's most powerful mafia. Francis Yelvest protesters detained and tear gassed. Who are the Yelvest protesters causing chaos in France? Uh, something about... Uh, an Italy first rally, uh, dozens killed in a stampede and in a rap concert in Italy. Um, a couple more stories. There's a bunch of other stories, and they own, there's one other that mentions that the Eiffel Tower and the Louvre were closed amid fears of the protests. Um, so, CNN not saying much. Uh, and I guess, uh, you know, Macron is uh, probably very friendly to their politics. So, you know, they certainly would not want to um, shine too much light on the fact that there's massive protests. Uh, the largest in, I guess, 60 years uh, opposing this guy. Um, and so... Uh, Mainly, I just wanted to bring it up, talk about it again, because it's an ongoing thing and it seems to be growing. And um, maybe talk a little bit about what it what it's about, or or you know, kind of keeping with the theme of of what we do is uh, you know um, 
can we figure out what it's about? Um, probably not. Uh, I would assume, you know, so as far as the scale, I have not heard any estimates as far as how many people, um, were supposed to have been there. Um, but I did, uh, hear an estimate that 89,000 police were, uh, dispatched in Paris, Paris alone. Um, so if there's 89,000 police there, I would assume there are far more protesters. Um, so, so who knows, you know, what that, that number looks like, but I would, I would think that it's safe to say it's hundreds of thousands. Um, I guess more safe to say low hundreds of thousands. Uh, I, I, but I have, I have no clue. Um, yeah, so, you know, looking around, I so today I did a little searching around on YouTube. I thought, you know, maybe we could find some interesting uh, videos on there uh, about these, about the protests, some, you know, on the ground stuff. And um, I did, and I can actually maybe drop some links to it. So, yeah, you know, I watched like a BBC thing and a CNN thing, and I found something called like... I'll try to look for it while we're, uh, oh yeah, I'll look in the old history here. Um, I actually kind of liked it. There is, uh, a, a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel called, uh, Rebel, Rebel Media, and they were, um, well, let's just see, I don't know much about them. They are the rebel.media. That's, uh, looks like that's their website. Uh, they launched in February 2015 in Ezra Levant's living room and now as correspondents across North America and around the world, bringing you the quote unquote other side of the story. Uh, jeez. <laughs> With an unapologetically conservative perspective. Okay, so these guys are, uh, conservatives. And, um, all right, well, the rebel media. So that, anyway, that that one's pretty interesting. Uh, he was like, you know, filming in, in the ground, getting like tear gas and stuff. Um, weird, I don't actually see. Uh, I don't see this video here. I autoplay on like a non-video channel is just awful. Um... So I'm looking for history. Yeah. Well, I will... Uh, I'm just going to copy this link. Uh, maybe they were live or something, and that's why it's not showing up in there. Uh, in the main... In their main, like, YouTube page feed. Uh, media... Anyway, um... So yeah, so that that was pretty interesting. Uh, they were getting like pummeled uh, with uh, tear gas and stuff. And at one point, they were up around the Arctic Triumph, and uh, they, um, I, I mean, one one thing I, I watched, I, I also watched like an RT feed that it was like four hours. So I sort of just like skipped through it. I mean, in the beginning there wasn't that much going on and tracking it. It's I mean, 
I've I'm somewhat you know familiar with Franz. Uh, I'm really not sure like what anybody's goal was in uh, in these protests uh, or the police. Like there would be situations where police would be like barricading some side street, and then they and you know the people are yelling at them. They're shooting tear gas. Like once they started with the tear gas, I mean it was almost nonstop. They just these bursts. They would shoot like five or ten canisters, and then the crowd would like kick them back or throw them back, and just back and forth and back and forth, um, just constantly tear gas just all over the place and uh they'd be like the police be held up like guarding some alleyway or you know side street or something and um and then uh at one point you know they would like charge out into the crowd and start like hitting the people you know with their batons or whatever and then they would like make a new position in the middle of the street guarding like nothing. I mean, there's just sort of a random place that they are holding up position. And now, you know, they're no longer guarding or, you know, barricading that street, but the protesters don't all of a sudden take the opportunity to run down the street. It's like the police are guarding this place that the protesters aren't trying to go, but the only, like the reason the protesters are like over there is because the police are there and, I, I don't know, it's really odd. And then the police will run back to the side of the street again. And it's really weird. I, I don't know what their goal is. I, I my I had a couple of theories that uh, the stuff I was watching, uh, that RT feed was just raw feed. I mean, there was no, there was no, uh, you know, no person talking over it or anything. So you just sort of left to figure it out yourself. Um but they, uh, I mean, one thing I thought is like maybe the police were in general just trying to keep them on the main drag, uh, you know, I, and then, you know, there was also times it seemed like they were kind of up against the buildings more, the police on the main drag. See, I mean, maybe just to deter people from, you know, breaking windows and stuff, um, so yeah anyway and and sort of keeping going with that theory i mean the idea that the police are there you know um i mean when you watch the video uh if you watch videos of it i mean it seems like pretty clear that you know the police are definitely the ones escalating the violence um I mean, they're the ones with weapons and shields and shooting tear gas and like flashbangs and rubber bullets at people. Um, I mean, if like it was a level playing field and, you know, somebody was, you know, I'm with a group of my friends and another group of people, uh, smaller group of people, like heaved a couple tear gas canisters at me uh, or, you know through a flashback, I mean, you know, we would, we would go after them, right? I mean, we would, you would just like beat them up. You would attack them, but there wouldn't be this question of, uh, you know, who, who was the aggressor? It's the person that threw the tear gas first, you know, they may have wind up, you know, getting beat up, but I mean, they, they certainly like initiated force against us. Um, you know, so in that, like, snapshot of what's happening 
on the street there, you know, the police, it's kind of, you know, messed up. But if you think back to the previous uh, last episode, you know, the Arc de Triomphe, they like spray painted on it. Uh, they broke, you know, store windows and stuff. Imagine some looting, you know, like, yeah, like these people definitely, you know, have the right to like protest and everything like that. But, you know, also these, uh, you know, like a store owner it definitely has the right to like not have uh, their stuff stolen and destroyed. So, you know, I mean, it's not like a perfect situation. Um, and, and who knows, right? Like maybe none of that would have happened if the police just were like chilling the whole time. Like, in the, you know what I mean? There's, there's very little, uh, I, I mean, I'm actively looking for information about this articles about this and you know, it's, it, there's not a lot. Um, I mean, you can find them here and there, but you know, it, it's certain, I'm sure in France it's all over, you know, their TV and stuff like that. But over here in the U.S. and even the BBC, you know, I went. Um, here's like the hold up. I want to go to the. Um, oops. The top story on the BBC is France protests are an economic catastrophe. Um, but you know, there's no. Uh, there's nothing about, I mean, granted, we're like four weeks in, so maybe, maybe I sort of missed some earlier stuff where they <clears throat> talk more about what's actually going on. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, right, like, at the end of the day, right, let's, I mean, let's see if Fox News is anything to say, and why not, uh, News Wars and Info Wars. Let's think this uh, a little news day. Wow, News Wars actually looks really cool. Um, news Wars actually looks kind of like I've never I've never visited this before. Um, news Wars kind of looks like a newspaper. Interesting. So new newswars.com battling tyranny. Oh, what? Republics thrive in the light. Their their little title subtitle changes. Uh, Trump calls. Finn's foster suicide, very uh, fishy. Um, Clinton body count murders. <laughs> Comey. And it's the, let's see what we got here. I don't. Um, white shoe boy side with communism. Uh, expert Macron too arrogant to quell the Elvis riots. Okay, so there's something. Uh, and news. Okay, also, News Wars is, um, it. I think that you would say it's closer to um, Drudge Report uh, because it, um, yeah, it, so, like, expert, uh, but Crone too arrogant to quell uh, Yellow Vest riots is actually from RT, and there's stuff from Infowars.com, uh, <coughs> Zero Hedge, Breitbart, Daily Star, Daily Caller, Freebie. Anyway, so you get it. Uh, anyway, so uh, don't don't have a ton about these. Oh, actually, there is a good bit though. Um, 
yell vest protesters. Yeah, there's a bunch. I apologize. I'm just sort of like just <laughs> looking at news worlds, news wars for the first time. But there's this little feed on the side, and there's a good bit of uh, stuff about like incoming stuff um, about the France riots. Uh, Infowars. Infowars is kind of weird as far as news goes. Um, oh, we got Paul Joseph Watson on live now. I've kind of grown to like him. He's pretty funny. Um, I mean, I, you know, I don't agree with everything he says, but he seems like a pretty smart dude and he's pretty funny. Um, Anyway, I mean, Infowars has certainly has more uh, than CNN and Fox News uh, has little to nothing on the front page either. So Fox News is sort of mums the word on... Uh, the biggest riots in 60 years in France. All right. So what do you got now? Um, one is there's there's a, there's not a lot of information out there. And, you know, we obviously are pretty keen on, um, you know, not exactly just trusting news sources. Uh, you know, the bulk <clears throat> the bulk of at least the United States media is obviously aligned with the Democratic Party. Uh, I almost don't even want to say they're left wing because that gives them more credit for an ideology than I believe they really have. I think it's about power and control. I do not believe that these guys are uh, or that, you know, the real power of power players in the Democratic Party, I do not believe they're like ideologues of socialism or communism. Um, you know, I just think they're like psychopaths that just want power, <clears throat> power at all costs, and they, they don't care. Um, they just think this is the best route to it. Um, so, and I do, you know, I guess uh, my first opinion about the yellow vest is that you know they are anti-globalists um well you know i don't even want to say that i i i not i just i don't know i this you know these riots are not something the democrats and the left wing you know want let's just say that right they don't want people riding in the streets about a carbon tax which is essentially you know that that's essentially how this is is uh told to us basically they uh you know um we actually i think i did talk about it last episode um but there was some sort of climate deal kind of legislation done very quietly passed in when oil prices were very low and i think that it it didn't really do anything at first it's sort of this like ticking time bomb you know uh of like tax hikes and you know now it's starting to go up 
and people are already, you know, the complaints that I heard are like, it's kind of it, that, I guess, sort of was the, um, you know, the spark that kind of ignited it, but it's more about <clears throat> taxes increasing, cost of living increasing, and public services decreasing. Uh, you know, those sort of three things uh, combined. Uh, and um, so the yellow shirts or yellow vest part of it, I don't think I talked about this last week, but that's sort of an interesting and kind of amusing piece of all of this. So at some point, there was a there was law passed in France that every vehicle you had to carry one of these or maybe even two high vis vests these yellow vests they look like you know what a police officer wears like directing traffic or something and i i mean people were actually getting like fined and stuff if you didn't have it in there and that i'm not sure if there was like actual protests after that uh but that's where they kind of get their name from because of that sort of like absurd piece of legislation just requiring every person to, to buy millions and millions of, of these stupid vests, right? And so it's kind of funny. They kind of like backfired on them because they basically gave them a uniform and it really perfectly like sums them up, you know? It, it really sums up that position of, you know, it's so easy it's like you force us to buy this uniform so clearly like the ones with the uniform are the ones that have cars and kind of have the boot on their neck already uh and so you know they're they're that that's why they're wearing them so and and you know it's kind of a middle finger back to you know the french government um so okay so they uh so the tax increase and, 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 you know, it's a carbon in, it's a carbon tax. So my assumption is that this bill will touch a lot of other stuff. And, um, you know, so the articles that I've looked at are, uh, that do go into this. And, and you, you know, you look a little bit into the level of, uh, you know, tax on gas in France and in the EU, it's, it's above the average, but you know, it's not, it's not like outrageous. It's, you know, I, I think what I looked at was they were like number eight. Um, and I mean, I don't see, I, I don't, I think it is, uh, it is very faulty logic to say that only the number one highest taxed country in the EU, uh, can legitimately protest. Um, I think that's really dumb. Um, I, I, I mean, if, if they're all taxed, you know, too much, why does the eighth, you know, highest one have to wait for the, uh, number one to get off its ass? I mean, maybe, uh, you know, maybe the number one, uh, like, you know, maybe they like it. Like, why does that, you know, these are like independent states, uh, well, quasi independent states in the EU. So, uh, yeah, so I think that that's kind of silly um, to think that way. But, you know, uh, for that one reason, one, one reason is like, hey, they're free people and they're going to like do what they want, right? If, if you don't want to pay taxes, 
then, you know, don't pay taxes. Um, but another thing, too, is, you know, people that think that, does this stuff even affect you? Do you have a car? How much money do you make? You know what I mean? Like, the people that I know in France are, like, generally pretty well off or live in Paris, you know, where they're, you know, they don't own cars. They're not, you know, they're not feeling this specific stuff. So, like, they're, you know, it's pretty easy to just be like, oh, you know, they're being dumb. You know, it's like, well, you know, they make, like, probably 25% as much as you, you know, and they're getting clobbered with, like, new taxes and, and more new taxes are on the way. So, you know, uh, it's 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 good to try to step out of your own circumstances and try to imagine the perspective of someone else. Uh, you know, I think this applies extremely to the U.S. actions in the Middle East and all the murdering and war. Uh, you know, I wish more people would try to put themselves in the shoes of, I don't know, just a, a uh, taxi driver, you know, in Yemen. Uh, you know, some a child in Syria, like whatever. You know what I mean? Anybody basically over there. Let's try and think it, think it through a little bit. You know, think through uh, the history of what's happened and try to put it in chronological order. Anyway, that's tangent for another day. So, um, yeah. So, but the other the other thing about this, and really, this was like kind of the main point I guess I wanted to get to about this I have to find it though uh was the um that that's not the only tax right like they're focusing on you're raising this tax and you can say oh well that specific tax is higher in other places but who gives a shit right like do I care how my taxes are itemized like at the end of the day like None of that matters. It just matters like how much do I get to keep and how much is getting stolen from me. And when you actually look at the overall tax burdens, now I found an article that was a study in 2014. But let's assume, you know, in the last three, I mean, you know, I'm about to, uh, well, we're about to wrap up 2018. So we'll be doing that. But no, nobody's paid 2018 taxes yet, right? So the, we've paid, since this time, we've paid 15, 16, 17. You know, so three years, I don't know. Actually, I think the U.S. has probably dropped. Uh, but you look at the overall tax burdens of uh, OECD nations. So as the Republican in Washington prepare to dig into the coming round of budget negotiations, their top priority will include systematic overall of U.S. taxes, uh, Oh, this is funny. This is actually an anti-Trump article. Just about the highest in the world, according to Trump. But how much do we really pay? A research paper published. Uh, I don't know what an OS, uh, OECD country is. Um, but basically, it's like, you know, uh, first world countries. I'm not quite sure how they are. Uh... So, um, anyway... This, this is sort of interesting on its own. Uh, maybe we can expand upon this uh, in the next episode. Um, but they, the overall tax burden as a percentage of GDP, 
It's an interesting, you know, kind of an interesting way to look at it. So the U.S. is way down at the bottom, uh, one of the lowest. Uh, Korea, man, this is hard to read. Um, Korea, Chile, and Mexico are uh, lower. Uh, then above us, it goes Switzerland, Australia, Ireland, uh, and it keeps going, 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 go. And so we are down. Our ours is like looks like around twenty five percent. And France is coming in around forty five percent. So forty five percent of the uh, of the GDP of that country is just sent back to the government just sent to the government to make uh public uh services or whatever um and in 2014 there was only one country in the world that had a higher overall tax burden that was denmark so the idea that somehow these french people are just being whiners because they're not even taxed that heavy compared to the rest of the eu is just like flat out wrong um only denmark has a higher you know tax burden so almost half of all of the money that is made in a year in france is just stolen and given back to the government uh so you know um, I don't know, man. It's interesting. You know, we are uh, we are sold a lot of uh, what I think is not always true. You know, the, an image um, of of France and the EU and everything. How it's I don't know. It's just this great you know this great place, and you know, there's a lot. Of, you know, obviously murder rates real low, but you know we've talked about it. They are not dealing with the war on drugs that we are. They're also not dealing with, um, like the karmic debt of killing two million people with your army. You know, like whether or not, you know, I've personally participated in it. My tax money has funded it. And I made the choice that, like, I don't want to get thrown in a, cha a cage, so I'm going to pay this mob, you know, the U.S., you know, mafia, federal government. I'm going to pay them this money that they're extorting from me so I don't go to prison. And then they're going to go buy weapons and they're going to go murder a bunch of people in the Middle East. And they're also going to grow a bunch of poppies and produce a bunch of opiates and then ship them back here, uh, cause a opium or, or, you know, an opiate uh, crisis, opioid crisis, I'm sorry, and lock up people that sell it, <laughs> put them in prison. So, um, you know, as much as like I rail against it, there's an aspect of me that's like not willing to stand up against it. Uh, and then, you know, take it a step further. You know, you vote for Obama, you vote for Trump, you know, you vote for Bush. And I mean, you know, it's kind of got this blood on your hands, right? I mean, I guess like this at one time, I feel like maybe you can claim ignorance and 
uh, maybe you believe that like Bush really was going to end these wars or something, um, or Obama, you know what I mean? But, but that's not what happened. Like people didn't vote for Obama and then see him continue and escalate these wars and start a bunch of new wars and destroy a bunch of other countries. Uh, very, very, very few people saw that and then learned their lesson, right? Uh, the same people that voted for Obama almost you know, entirely have turned around and tried to vote Hillary in, who's even more bloodthirsty. Um, anyway, I, I keep, it's hard not to get uh, sucked into that Middle East tangent. Um, anyway, you know, I saw a little meme today about, uh, you know, libertarians watching, you know, the news of the France riots, and it was that uh, meme of... Uh, Jim Halpert from the office looking through the blinds and smiling. And I had to admit, you know, there's a part of me like, you know, when I, I've listened to some of the interviews and stuff of people, and I mean, I feel like people are like, well, we need more public services. And that's why we're, you know, and some people I think get it, you know, they want Macron out, but it's like, it's not him specifically, right? It's like, <laughs> The person before him, you know, wasn't doing any better. And the person after him is not going to do any better. You know, it's like, it's this idea of, you know, that there is a body uh, or a group, a privileged group that can change the rules, um, you know, and they don't have to abide by, you know, property rights. Uh, and, you know, that to me is, is like basically it. You just build this special class that like, the law of, you know, natural, natural law, property rights, you know, don't apply to. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, I'm, I think I'm just going to cut this one short here. Uh, you know, keep an eye out on these, these, uh, yellow vest protests. It'd be interesting to see where it goes, you know, um, I was actually on the phone with my mom today and telling her, I was like, yeah, I think another reason that the police are out is like, I think that their goal was to kind of march to the uh, presidential palace. And uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Like to, to imagine the, uh, I mean, the French people just like marching down to the presidential palace and just forcing Macron out and just like, I don't know, hanging him or something in the public square. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been been a while since you've seen i guess stuff like that in in uh in europe but um i don't know we'll you know we'll see see where this goes but um you know i think the media is in the u.s is is being pretty quiet about this and you know they're incorrect this is a you know to me it's a very big story i mean this is obviously a monster story in france and um, but you know the same tactics they use on uh, the Middle East in the wars or you know anything positive that Donald Trump does or you know a anything they just since they control such a large amount of mindshare they can just you know not say anything and it almost doesn't exist you got to go digging around on YouTube or something for it so uh, but yeah anyway. Uh, I'm going to end it here, and uh, till next time, you know, keep your head on a swivel. I'm out. <laughs>